Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Marketing Revelations. I'm here as your host, Megan Hyde, with my co-host, Kristen Hughes. And today we're talking about social media again. Um, This one is to dive a little bit deeper into how much posting is too much posting. And when you are posting, what should you be posting? I get this question a lot from people, um, especially of clients who, um, you know, feel like that they need to be posting every single day, but also just multiple times a day just to keep in front of customers, when in reality, that might not be the case. I do see that a lot too, especially when they're starting out. They're like, well, how do I get all of my content up there? I'm like, slowly and steadily, we'll win the race for sure. Right. So what I try to explain too is um, think about when you're on Facebook and what that's like in the morning. You know, for me, I get up in the morning (laughs) and um, usually uh, whether I'm drinking coffee or just getting ready for the day, um, just kind of quickly scrolling through Facebook to see if there's any updates or anything. Um, Obviously, stuff for my friends majority of the time, but occasionally the businesses I've liked obviously show up on that page. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I, I think I know that from my own experience, I've definitely unfollowed people when it's just been way too much. And I'm like, I see their post every single day, um, multiple times during the day. And really, in reality, it just becomes way overwhelming to me. You're clogging up my feed when I want to see other things as well. So that's that's my big issue with it. Definitely. And yes. that's one of the main things we talk about with clients right. all the time is like, if you're posting too often, there are two things that will happen. You'll get a negative reputation yep. on social. Yep. Or people will just unfollow you like you mentioned. Right. So right. That, those are the two things you don't want happening when you're posting because that should be a channel for you to kind of show your personality and exactly. and engage with people, not right. make them disengage. Yeah. So so how much is too much? I mean, is there a good number, Megan, <laughs> that you would suggest? Because um, I know we've kind of heard it from other blogs as well and looking at things and everybody has their own opinion. What is your opinion on that? There's there's a ton of research out on this topic and it's from a lot of the industry experts like HubSpot, MozBlog, all these places. Right. So all kinds of research. And then also a lot of these different articles that you'll find are good and helpful, but they also apply to a lot bigger brands than we work with because yeah, we work with point. small and medium-sized businesses. So. When we get someone on board with us, they're starting out with anywhere from 50 to 500 or maybe even 2,000 followers a day. They're not starting with 10,000 wondering where to go from there. So it's a much different ball game building up from the ground up than it is taking an audience you already know and building out from there or an audience that already exists and making it more lucrative or listen more or anything like that. Yeah. So... What I seem to have come across, and we have a great blog on our website done by our marketing team that talks about this a little bit more in depth, and you can see some of the research behind it. But since our clients typically do start out with such a smaller following, um, I understand that best practices are one time a day. Anything more than that, you're just exhausting your audience, and it's reducing the amount of good that it will do. Right. I know we're kind of talking about Facebook as our main point here um, because we do have uh, so much traffic on Facebook, and everybody uses it nowadays. Um, Obviously, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn are are growing just as well on those social media platforms, but um, also mixing it up a little bit, too, Mm -hmm. on the types of posts. Definitely. Um, That's going to make a huge difference as well. So, like, even if it's just a text post – no images. I think images are great, and they need to be customized to your business if you're going to have them. Um, but w- what's your thoughts on that, Megan? I agree with that, too, because people consume social media differently. Yeah. So, like, someone – like, okay, let's back up a second. We know 
across the world of marketing and social media that people consume videos right now more than anything else. Right. So you definitely want to include some videos. They also yes. like prefer photos over text. However, having that variety in there will help you keep things fresh as long as what you're saying in each different type of content that mm -hmm. you're producing sticks to your brand and sticks to like what's relevant to your business and what you want your audience to know. Right. So mixing it up completely, I agree with you 100%. Right. And those videos should be 15 to maybe 30 seconds long. Yes. Um, Max. Think about the intention span. We've talked about that on our previous podcast about mm -hmm. like, what is it? The goldfish. <laughs> the goldfish. You and how eight <laughs> seconds to make a difference. <laughs> right. Um, well, I know that I've had that. If I don't hear the message in the first 30 seconds, I'm out. Bye. I don't, you know, I pretty much don't, I don't have time for that. Yeah. So it better be compelling <laughs> or at least interesting. Right. Or I'm walking. Right. So, um, and, and especially for me, so I work, um, with a lot of, like I've said, with a lot of contract clients. So, um, the home services, right. Mm -hmm. Um, so you have people coming into your home and taking care of what needs done, whether it's something in, you know, heating and cooling or roofing, anything you want to trust those people, right. Mm -hmm. Um, having an idea of who's going to show up to your house and creating a video. Um, I do have a guy who actually does insulation work mm -hmm. and, um, Actually, Yelp did a very nice video for him that he was able to purchase mm -hmm. and off of them. And we've actually used it for our Facebook advertising, too. Awesome. So, yeah, and it's worked out really well because it shows him. And it's so relatable to watch this guy, you know, kind of talk and go through the process of what their company, how their company actually is separate from um you know, other competition out there, it really has made a difference in his brand too. So Definitely. we've talked about that before, but yeah, so video content's great. Um, the uh, custom graphics, making sure um, even if you can, that's a lot of time though, right, Megan? That's like, <laughs> I know it's so hard to get people to do their own graphics and everything too, but if you can't, maybe applying some pictures of obviously actual work, things in the store. Um, what about your insurance agents? What do they do? They really like employee spotlights. So if they have a couple different agents within the office, they'll like feature one and oh, kind yeah. of talk about what their strengths are and what they like, how they service their clients and also like what they do in their free time. Like right. maybe they're insurance agent by day, but they're a sous chef at night. Like <laughs> it's just connecting them to people. Yeah. So that's been really popular. Also, a lot of my insurance agents do like tips and tricks. So oh, cool. they'll do like really short videos on like, hey, did you know you could save money mm -hmm. on your insurance with a student driver by bringing in their report cards? Yeah. Good grades can help reduce costs on student driving. That's that's policies. really great, too, because it's not feeling I don't feel pressured when I see those types of videos mm -mm. to actually choose them. But it's makes me more comfortable in knowing who they are and what the brand stands for. And if I have questions, I can Definitely. go to them. But, you know, it's not completely salesy and you're not sending out all these promotions during the week, like through your Facebook and your social media. Um, that's kind of, that's a really great idea. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's been really popular. And I've seen a couple of my clients, one in Texas does it, and they get phenomenal response and they get a lot of engagement. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny because I will start – a partnership with working with an insurance agent. They're like, well, how are you going to make insurance fun? And I'm like, well, <laughs> let's just talk about this. Yeah. You have a lot of opportunity here. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of a fun – I'm glad somebody asked that question too. Yeah. yeah right? Oh, yes. That's the yeah. best. Before we said yeah. any social ads live for insurance, they're like, how is this going to work? I'm like, just trust me. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and actually going off of that would be the quality content too, mm. just adding to this. <laughs> um, so some people – I've seen a lot of companies that will um, – they start to advertise all these funny little things. You know, we, we know memes are huge in the world right now, so everybody shares them. And if it's a meme that's not actually re related to your business, um, that's, 
okay, really cool that you got some likes on that, but what does that really mean for you later if you continue to post that? Are you actually, then people forget what you're actually all about. They forget Mm -hmm. about the branding. They forget about the services you provide. So making sure you share content that's actually relatable to your business is important. So I agree. Yeah. I have mixed feelings on all of that. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Do you Sometimes ha- you can be clever so and you type lo- back, but not when it's the only thing being shared. I agree. Yeah. I, yes. do, do I think it's okay to share like a couple posts like that during the week? Maybe, yeah. yeah. But some people, that's all they do and they never show off the work they're doing or um, the or the products they provide or anything like that. And that's, that's frustrating to me because it's like I want to be able to go to that page and know immediately what they do if yes. I have any question. Just like how we talk about local search, everything tying in to that validation point, mm-hmm. this is in- extremely important for social media as well. Definitely. You know. So let's just wrap this up for you and make it nice and clean and give you some takeaways to move forward. So we've talked about, first of all, we need to post one time a day for the industry that you're in, for the type of business that you're in. You're not Nike. You're not reaching millions of people around the world. That's not the world we're in right now. Right. So let's take it one post at a time. Let's make it, second. secondly, let's yep. make it quality content. So take a few minutes, take a few photos around your office, choose an employee to spotlight, right. do a 15 second video or a 30 second video on your phone, giving a tip or trick of the day, like something simple and just test it out. Feel free to get a little bit creative. If you are one of our current clients, please ask your strategist to brainstorm with you. They're happy to do it. Like we love that stuff. We work in digital marketing. Ask us anything. It's perfect. And then lastly, um, if, if you're feeling overwhelmed by this, if you can do a couple pieces of content and just knock it out, you'll figure out it's really easy, especially if you just do a little bit of research. And then there are completely free tools out there to help you plan. That way you're not sitting there every morning figuring out what to post. You just pick, you know, five posts for every weekday and schedule it and you're done with it. Right. And so just example, it's just even a tool that you can add to push out to all the social media platforms. But Facebook mm-hmm. straight up has a scheduling option. So make sure you know about that. You use it. Um, yes. Make it a little bit easier and less overwhelming on you. That's that's right, Megan. Yeah, absolutely. There's also Hootsuite and Buffer. Yeah. So Honestly, if you just Google free social media planning tools, schedulers, you will find something. You might find something in your app store, whether it's the actual app store or if it's Google Play. Just do a quick little bit of research because anything will help. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. You just need help scheduling it and streamlining it so you don't feel overwhelmed. So that's all we have for you today. Thank you for listening. If you liked this topic and you want to learn more or dive a little bit more in depth, please check out the blog. It's in the description below. Also, feel free to follow us on YouTube, subscribe to our channels, and listen to any previous podcasts. They might give you some insight. We made some references so you can find more there. And then, again, just subscribe to any of our channels. That way you can see any updates and things that come out. So we look forward to hearing from you. If you have questions, shoot us an email at podcast at revlocal.com, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.